waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Yearout, your host, and I'm so glad you joined us today. As usual, we have a really interesting guest, and this is something, you know, I do tarot cards. I do angel cards. I know a lot of you out there, even if you are not a practitioner where you actually, you know, do readings, I know a lot of people that pull angel cards every day, and, you know, it's always wonderful because they give us, a, a, you know, guidance. But today, I have Michelle Matusis here. And she is the artist and the developer of three different sets of healing cards. And the healing cards that I purchased um, on Amazon actually um, were the shamanic healing cards. And she was nice enough. I love them, by the way. And they're very honest and they're very true. And sometimes they're brutally true. And we're going to talk to her about that. But I'm going to give you a little bit of background on Michelle. She is a native New Englander. And she's always been an artist. She does the picture the paintings on these cards. Um, but the paintings, I guess, were the answer to a request her fellow students of from shamanism. So what began as a mixed media paintings of trees over time led to drawings which are used in her published deck. Now, her first deck, which is the deck I have, Shamanic Healing Oracle Cards, came out in 2016. She This was followed by the Empathic Oracle uh, in 2018. And coming up in 2020 will be the Wild Elemental Oracle and Intuitive Wisdom Cards, um, a color your own tarot deck. I think that's awesome. I'm so excited. But her mission in developing these tools is to empower us um, to listen and to trust our own instinct, which is awesome. Ideally, people will eventually not need oracle, oracle or tarot decks. But in the meantime, she strives to make her decks as accessible and straightforward as possible. She's a proud mom, you guys, of two a ridiculous, ridiculously, she says, handsome, kind, and talented sons. And she believes the world is a better place because they're here. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity, Michelle. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for having me. I'm just so excited you're here. You know, I bought your cards, but I guess I want to know your story. Like, how did you get into shamanism? And did you draw first or, you know, was it chicken or the egg or how to tell us your story? So I think like most people, when they find their road to spirituality, it came with like a tragedy or a trauma. And I was getting divorced in 1999. And it was, it blindsided me. I thought I was married to my best friend, ended up not being the case. So you're always trying to find the meaning in the bad thing that happened to you. So I don't know if you remember, I don't know how old you are, but I think it was, was his name Jonathan Edwards? Yes. A medium. And he had a show around that time. And I was a stay at home mom and I'd watch his show. Um, Had kind of always been interested in the esoteric. Brought up Catholic, was more interested in the mysticism part of it than the the actual being a good Catholic part of it. Right. And I was just, he had a book out, like Things Learned from the Other Side. And I picked it up. And while I, I didn't have anyone pass or I didn't have a tragedy in that context, I was amazed by 
the lessons that he's learned from people who passed. So basically everything has a reason for happening and we're mm-hmm. all here to learn lessons. So that led me down different roads and different books. And a friend of mine said, Oh, I know this shaman and you're kind of like him. You're really earthy. I think you'd like him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like the biggest skeptical there is the skeptic. There is. <laughs> okay. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she brought me to meet him and he, he gave me a hug and I thought, wow, this is the most grounded person I've ever met. Yeah. So I said to him, I, I hear you teach shaman classes. I'm interested. And he goes, ah, you really don't need it, but it changes people's lives. And at that point, I'm like, I want my life changed. <laughs> right. You wanted to see a difference in your life. You were searching. I was searching. Yeah. And I started going to class and it was a really amazing experience because we ended up being like a little tribe. So oh. during that process, it took me about a year and a half. You kind of get rid of your crap. You know, you get rid of your false beliefs. You look at who you really are and why you do things. And there's a lot of like layers to be let go of. So at this time also, I've always been an artist, always drawed, painted, created any way I could. Um, a fellow student asked me to do like a energy portrait of her. And I'm like, you know what? I don't do like angel pictures or auras. And she said, no, I know what you do. I want you to do this for me. And I said, okay. Well, what were you, you worked with energy because I work with energy and I believe yeah. in the energy. So is that what you were doing? You were working with energy? No, I wasn't doing, I was painting pictures of trees. Like I was, okay. I had okay. like my fine art practice, which I was really just getting back into after, you know, years of starting a family. Right. And I said, okay. So I sat with her energy and I painted this picture and she started crying when she saw it. Oh my gosh. Which made me afraid at first. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, 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 I love it. So then I started getting requests from other students. So the woman who ran the, or who owned the like sanctuary where we had classes took me aside one day and she said, listen, I'm having a psychic there. I want you to do what you do. And I said, I can't do that. These take two weeks to paint. And she says, figure it out. Cause she's a little bossy. <laughs> I said, okay. So I was still a stay at home mom. So I would sit at my, um, Meanwhile, my husband had come back, so that's another story. I had would sit at my coffee table, and I would hold people's energy in my head, and I would get images because I had started through this awakening, through the searching, right. started getting um, flashes of mediumship ability and psychic ability. So right. I would sit so your meditations and, and that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, right. it's right. huge. So I would draw during the month, come back to the monthly class. And I would just kind of like literally toss them on the ground and say, what do you guys think? And a hundred percent of the time, the person I had their energy would gravitate towards the drawing I drew for them without me telling them. So I went, okay. That it was for them. So, so you were connecting with their energy and you were drawing. And then when you drew, I I need to ask this question. So if you connected with the person's energy, what did you usually draw? Something that was happening in their life or something that meant something to them or or what was coming out? So you have the cards, you have the shamanic healing cards. Yeah, right. You're you're kind of in a primitive style. Um, A lot of line drawings, a lot of what I call universal symbols. Right. So like a lot of psychics get symbols. A lot of mediums get symbols. So I would get symbols and I would talk to them. Like, okay, listen, a bird means this to me. What does it mean to you? Because in my view, their meaning always trumps mine. Like I had one and I'll always remember this one. I drew a pomegranate 
and to me, I'm a big, my background's in museums. I'm a big, like, Greek mythology, you know, Joseph Campbell in the humanities. Mm-hmm. Ooh, pomegranate, um, right. you know, spring, rebirth, the whole Persephone thing. And I'm talking about that with her. And she's like, no, no, no. And then she went, oh, my God, that looks just like the box. Her dad was Iranian that he brought me back from Iran, Iran, and he had passed. So looking at everything surrounding that image that I drew, it was her dad getting in touch with her. It was a message for her. See, that's really wonderful. So I would not necessarily, I don't say, I'm not the psychic that's going to tell you you're going to meet someone dark and handsome or you're going to get this great new job. I tend to be shown what's keeping them from being on their highest and best path. Okay. To get out of their own way, so to speak. Okay. Well, I will tell you this. Um, since I've used your cards, and sometimes, and, and <laughs> I hate to say this, sometimes I have angel cards, and then I have a regular tarot deck, and then I have your shamanic cards. And I get angry because they're too honest sometimes <laughs> i'm like no, wait, a I, you know what? wait a minute i don't want to know that don't tell me that but they are what i've learned about your cards you know any than any other cards that i've ever used is they're brutally honest and that wasn't my intention the brutal part but, but i did <laughs> want to be the antidote to the fluffy bunny butterfly feelings that are out there yeah. Um, you know, we really look at the shadow side of self and, and the darkness and, and learning to accept it. And I know that there is a, um, a, a, I guess a vein where people just want, they just want love. They just want good. They don't want bad. They don't want to look at that. They don't want to accept it. But if and, you don't look at the shadow side, then you have nothing to work on to improve because you don't, you don't recognize your, your faults. Is that right. what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And life can suck. Sorry. I mean, it, yeah. bad things happen. If we call them bad, I try to stay out of duality, but. Right. You know, and if you don't see the shadow, you don't see the light. So exactly. I, I think it can be narrow in, in its view. So I had given, because I know we're going to break soon. I had given my yeah. hairdresser a deck of cards and she's yeah. not really into it, but she, she, Lean down the next time I saw her, I said, what do you think? And she leaned down and she goes, I was really kind of upset. She goes, I wanted it to blow smoke up my ass and it didn't. <laughs> and I went, that's it. Then I have done my job. You have because they don't blow any smoke at all. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow. If I want a warm fuzzy card, I better go back to my angel cards, but, yeah. um, but it's good. And I, and I'm glad that you did this and, and we are about one minute to break, but, um, you know, tell people, because we're about one minute to break, you have two decks already out. You have one coming out in, in 2020. Are they out now? No, I have two coming out in 2020. Oh, yeah, two coming out. Tell us where to get them. Tell us where to get them. Um, They're produced by Schiffer Publishing, so you can get them anywhere. You can get them at your local bookstore, ask them to order it. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I think Walmart, Target online carries them. Really, anywhere online just do a search for them what's the new name uh, so what should they google um so um, so the new ones are the wild elemental oracle which is an or uh, an animal based oracle deck and then the okay. second is the color your own tarot which 
I did base on um, kind of tribal animals. Right. Just that's right. my base. That's shamanism. I tried to yeah. do the the typical. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Let's talk about all, right. all the cards when we come back from break. You guys, we're here today and we're with Michelle Matusas and she is, she's a wonderful, um, spiritual person who has put these shaman, shamanic healing cards together for us, for our use. And they're really fantastic. And I hope you guys will check out the rest of the show and definitely order these. I know you can get them on Amazon. This is Nancy Era. We'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you High Road listeners out there. I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with BestRadioTravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Okay, this is Nancy Yearout, and we're here today with Michelle Matusas, and we're talking about her cards. She's got some shamanic healing cards, some empathic oracle cards in the wild elemental oracle and intuitive wisdom cards. Michelle, tell us the difference in these cards, if you would, because I only, the deck I have are the shamanic healing oracle cards. And so what are the empathic oracle cards? What are, how did, why did so, you develop um, those? So the empathic oracle cards, I did it in conjunction with the shaman I had been studying with, who is also an author. Okay. Um, of a few books on empathy, and he asked me to cover it. People who identify as an empath, or even who don't even know what empath is, sometimes their abilities and all the feels it it scares them, and they don't know how to handle it. They don't have the tools. He wrote his book 
So he's wrote his books in order to help people in that end, but people learn differently. So we decided to come up with this deck called the Empathic Oracle to address all the different circumstances or tools that empaths do have there at the And we write down into this card. If you look up a card on a page, the first part is a quote, kind of almost like a meditation. Okay. The second is an educational process of it in empaths, your blah, blah, blah. And the third is a little snippet of, if you're using this for divination, this is what might be happening. Right. Well, and, and here's the thing, um, and we're having a hard time hearing you a little bit, um, so I just want to make sure that the audience heard that. So the Empathic Oracle cards, they have like a like a meditation that you do or like a, an affirmation before? Is that what you're saying? You, you can... You can. This is how you use them. Once right. the deck is yours, it is yours. You can okay. throw away the book. Okay. But if you choose to go through the book, it has an educational component. It has a lot of people like to choose a card like you do, a card a day, kind of a meditative. Right. And then there are a lot of people who like to use them as a divination tool. Right. Well, and there's different ways. And I don't know a lot of people, if you're not familiar with these cards or, or how you use them, there's different layouts. And she explains in the book, and, and I need to say that, Michelle, because people, if they have never used these cards, it, you know, you go through a little bit of an explanation and she gives you even examples of how to read the cards. And, you know, you can do a single card layout. You can just for an answer, you can do a three card layout, which kind of gives us like a past, present and future reading. And that way, and they're always, and I'll tell you what, the cards just don't lie, do they, Michelle? No, <laughs> no, they don't. And People tell me that, that they don't lie. And you know what? And part of it's being open to hearing the messages that they bring. Yeah. And, you know, all this goes back and I wanted to bring this up. A lot of this goes back to energy. And I had brought it out before is it's the energy of the cards. It's the energy of your thoughts. It's the energy, the universal energy that basically gives you the cards you need to help yourself. Is that right? Exactly. And sometimes I even do this for myself. I mean, I, it's hard reading for yourself, but I'll pick some right. cards and I'll be like, darn it. And then I'll pick some more and the same cards show up and it's like, okay, I get it. Yes, I get it. Stop, you know, get over myself and, right. and do what I need to do. Right. Now, and I want to bring up, I want you to talk about grounding. You know, we talk about grounding on this show a lot, but there was something about in, in your book that I read here on the shamanic healing, the little pamphlet that comes with it, the little booklet, you tell people how to ground. And, you know, I have never heard what you tell people. Would you explain what you say about the rubber balls? And then I want to ask you, I want you to explain the grounding if you would, but I want to understand why when you bring it down, you bring it back up. So can you talk about that? Sure. So in, in the books, and I think I put them in all of my writings is how I was taught to ground. And there are many, many, many different ways that people can ground. It's whatever worked for you. So I was taught to visualize two red balls underneath the ground below you and to bring the energy up and to feel it, you know, visualize it and feel it coming up through your ankles and your knees and your hips. And, and then, 
And on a more advanced level is notice where it doesn't move because that's an indication of a block in a certain chakra or a part of your body. So you bring it up through your crown and then you connect with divine and then you bring it back down to earth because we're both a spirit and a body. So we are, we embody the connections between heaven and earth as we function on this earth. So that's why we, we kind of make it a loop. Like if well, yeah. you're about electricity, it's that circular loop. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I had never heard here's, and, and, and I thought this was really interesting and I wanted to talk to you about it because I've always grounded and I've always taught, told people and taught people to ground and, and everyone has a different way, but I like your way to think of two red balls below, you know, your feet under the ground. And then you, you visualize the, the light coming, um, down and then coming up and then coming down. And you're yep. saying it's a loop. And I used to just always say, well, you know, I'll ground down and then I connect up to source. So it was almost a separate thing. And so I think it's interesting that you told us this. So, and I also just ground, like if I'm feeling an emotion that is either coming from someone or something else, or that I can't get out of my own way about that, I'll ground it. I will give it to the earth, right? you know, um, and then fill myself with light. But for just a grounding, like before I read or before I meditate, I do the circular because I am such a part of this earth. We all are. But I want to maintain my connection with divine. And I don't think they're separate. Right. Well, and I love that. I think it's great because I've always, you know, I agree with that. You have to connect. Sometimes I visualize I'm connecting like I'm plugging in. You know how you plug in your phone or yep. whatever. <laughs> It works. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. And I, and I think that's really cool. Now, do you do readings for people with your cards? I do. I do mostly online readings, readings to have a, I have a nine to five job. So okay. it's hard to fit everyone's schedule. I do local readings for people, but I do a lot of online, which I really enjoy because it takes away, oh, you saw the clothes I was wearing or you, you know, may, you made this, um, connection. And I, I find that when I do online readings for people, I get so much energy and so much. So how do you do it? it. If I want an online reading with you, how do I get in touch with you? Um, well, I have a website. It's Michelle A. Matuzas, M-O-T-U-Z-A-S dot com. And I offer readings there. I, you email me if there's any specific questions or if you just want a general reading, if you want the year ahead, you know, there are a bunch of different ways that people want to be read. And I, I connect with them through the email. I don't need to see a picture of them. Sometimes I ask, sometimes, you know, if you've done readings, depending right. on how I open have. the person is, <laughs> you yes, need to, I do readings too. Yeah, you need to figure out how to connect. Mostly I don't need, but sometimes I'll ask for images and I always ask for their birth date too. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm like you, I do readings as well and I don't need, um, all of that. I need the energy and it's, 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 uh, very similar to what you talk about. You don't have to be there or see the person. You just have to pick up on, you know, and I always ask God, you know, what do I need to tell this person? Give me the yep. words. You know, I, I think that's something that I've learned, um, over time. I ask for the words. Um, I, you know, I appreciate that because I do the same thing. I say a little prayer and I said, help me show them what they need to see right now. Right, right. And it may be completely different than what they're asking. Well, yeah, and and that's true. And But that means that you're good at what you do, and the message that comes through is there to help them. You know, like it's not just to blow smoke like you were saying your hairdresser, you know. (laughs) 
Yeah, I just, um, but I find that the people who come to me are open. You know, sometimes we'll do a little follow up, like they're like, oh, that doesn't quite make sense. So right. I'll explain it a little differently. And we always get into energy, how everything is energy and how energy works, because that is the base of all of our questions and problems and issues. Right. And I agree with you completely. I'm big on energy and that's what my book is about is energy. And we're made up of energy and you're probably big on clearing the chakras and all of that as well. I am. I try to be really aware Okay. going through your day, which is hard, you know, keep one foot in each plane, so to speak. Right. But I can definitely tell when I slack off and I can feel it. Yeah. And I think part of being an empath too, which I'm sure you and a lot of your listeners will identify with, but you can sit with somebody and all of a sudden you'll get a pain in your stomach or your heart or somewhere. And it's not from you. You're feeling their chakra blocks. Yeah, that's true. We've got about one minute to break, but that's exactly true. And, you know, I've had to learn to shut that off because um, a lot of times you pick up other people's energy and you really don't want to. Right. But the other side of that coin is it's all energy, so you can transmute it. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do? You send it into the light when you receive it, and it's not something you want, and you send it to the light. Um, I I do the grounding. I do that grounding. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we come back. I'm sorry. we got about 30 seconds to break. We're here, you guys, with Michelle Matuza, and we're we're talking about energy, and we're talking about her really cool shamanic cards that she's got. And um, this is Nancy, you're out your host. And if you guys are interested in picking up these cards, um, she does have a website. It's michellematuzas.com, or you can um, pick these up on Amazon. That's where I got mine. We'll be right back. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Toginet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15% to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Nancy to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through Toginet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com slash Nancy to sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Nancy. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. 
When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Welcome back to High Road to Humanity, and this is Nancy Yearout, your host. Hey, don't forget to go to my website, nancyyearout.com, if you're looking for a psychic reading. Um, just give me a shout, and also pick up my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's at Barnes & Noble or at Amazon.com. We're here today with Michelle Matusas, and we're having a great conversation. We're talking about the Oracle cards. She's created um, three wonderful ducks. Looks like it will be four, won't it, Michelle? Four? Yeah. Four ducks. Yeah, I like the coloring ones. Those are, are ones that we color. Yes. So yeah, and that's I tell about it was those. another step. So the whole adult coloring craze came about yeah. a few years ago. I this color. Is actually, I, I do too. Cool. I color badly for an artist. I color really badly. Oh my god. I I wanted to do a color your own oracle deck because my mission for this, if you call what I do a business, which I don't, but. My mission for it is to empower everybody to tap into their own intuition. So these tools, ultimately, they won't need these tools anymore. So I thought, well, what another great opportunity for you to put your own energy into your own tools. Because I've gotten so many emails and calls from people who love my decks, which I am eternally grateful and humbled to hear. But they always call them my decks. And I want it to be your deck. And so I thought, okay, how can I do this? Well, I can create a framework where they can, most people don't think they're artists. I agree. I disagree. I think you have to just know how to navigate your expectations when it comes to creating art. But if I give them a construct and they color it and they make it what they want, then it's more theirs and there's more ownership in it. Right. So like I said, well, and colors have energy. Colors mean something. Yeah, yeah, colors and music, it, and it's a whole another yeah. sphere of um, adding right. to it. Right. So the publisher said, yeah, go for it. And I started drawing the typical, like, Rider weight images, and I thought, oh, my God, I can't do this. This isn't me. And it just didn't feel right. So it took me a long time to get this deck, and God bless my editor. Two years later, she went, so how's that coming I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So I ended up doing kind of tribal, tribal animals. Okay. So I, I, you know, did all my research and like the meaning of this animal corresponds to this tarot card. So it's not. Oh, neat. Okay. That's really cool. A very non-traditional deck. So it's not going to probably not going to be for anybody, everybody, but I'm thinking the right people will find it. 
Yeah, that's usually how it happens. Hey, before we were going to break, we were talking about energy, which is one of my favorite subjects because we are energy and everything is energy. And yes. you were, we were, ta- I was telling you that a lot of times, you know, when you're intuitive, you pick up other people's energy and you were going to teach us um, your way of dispelling some of that energy or grounding it out. I think you said, tell us, tell us your story, Michelle. Tell us what to do. So when I first started shamanism and basically, Shaman and loosely in my head, how I've studied it is the connection with all things, the energetic connection with all things. And, you know, being empathic also, I could pick up on a lot of people's stuff and a lot of people like us take it on because we can't tell you why we're feeling this and we can't tell you why we think it's that other person. So we turn it around and we bring it back to ourselves. What I learned is that it doesn't matter because it's all energy. We're all little transistor radios taking energy from the divine and bringing it down to the ground, however imperfectly we're doing it. Okay. And however different filters that we have in our own little body. So I used to work at a museum and I interacted with the public a lot. So I would see a lot of grumpy people sometimes, like people who were being dragged to a museum that didn't necessarily want to be there. And I would think my mission, everybody I encountered, I would, if I felt kind of a lower vibration energy from them, I would take it into myself and I would do what we talked about. I would bring it down to the earth and then I'd bring it back up to the divine and through your body, through my body. Okay. If you think about, you know, you know, everything's energy. And this right. is the analogy I use when I try to explain it to people. You, you see a, a radio. We know that there are radio waves in the air. We don't see them. We need the right. radio to show an outcome for us. And that's how it works in our bodies. We know that everything's energy. We don't see it, but it manifests right. itself in our bodies. So you can take the energy from somebody. A lot of times they're throwing it at you anyways. They don't even realize it and ground it out. Yeah. It's, is it yours? Is it theirs? Why? It doesn't really matter. Okay. You can don't, judge it. don't judge like, why am I feeling this or why am I picking right. this just up? Stay out of duality, stay out of judgment and just say, Oh, okay. This is what I've been given. So let's ground it, bring it back up to God, to divine creator, whatever you want to say. And do that loop. And they benefit from that. Right. The person who you're picking up their energy, if if they're in a grumpy mood, you pick it up, you take it, you take it down to the balls, like you said, ground it, take it back up and take it through your chakra, your crown chakra, chakra, and take it up to God and to the light and send it to the light. Yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. And I think that's wonderful. How long you been doing this for people and them not knowing it? Probably a about 17 years. So <laughs> I always get, I always hear, you're so calm. You're always so nice to me. And I'm not like bragging because I want, I'm a Leo. I want to be like out there and dramatic and to hear people go, oh my God, you're so calming. It kind of like yeah. nails on a chalkboard sometimes because I want to yeah. be amazingly yeah. dramatic, but I'm not. And that's not what people feel. You know, so they you, feel the energy. So you it's learned awesome. this a long time ago. Yes. Okay. And, and people leave happier. They feel lighter. So just try it. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. And then if it's not for you, then you just, you back off. 
Right. Well, and I think that's wonderful that you do that. And it's the same. It goes back to talking about the energy of the cards again. And, you know, when you shuffle the cards and you think about, you know, the question and that's what you do, you guys, you shuffle the cards and you think about what you what answer are you looking for or what question do you have? And then you can lay your cards out and you intuitively, your energy knows, and I'm saying this, Michelle, but I want you to, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Your energy knows which card to pick because your higher self knows what you need to help yourself in so many ways. It's absolutely starting that dialogue with your higher self and your guides, your angels, you know, whatever the construct you have, around your spirituality, it's a tool. There's nothing magical about the cards. It's the connection. It's you. It's you. It's you. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of people that don't like tarot cards. They say they're not biblical. There's nothing, you know, it's, it's a bad thing. And I always tell people, and I'm glad you mentioned this too, that it's not, this information is not coming from me and it's coming from God. It's yeah. not anything right. And so a lot of times when people are like, oh, cards are kind of weird and they look really strange. Um, can you address that a little bit? Yeah, I think things have changed a lot in, I'd say, the last 10 years or so. I know a lot of psychiatrists and psychologists and therapists who contact me and say, I use your cards with clients. Love it. Um, so it's great. getting they're getting much more mainstream. But I, you know what? If someone is determined to think that they're satanic and they're demonic, I'm not going to change their mind. I'm not put on the earth to change their mind. I just see it as a tool. The Bible's a tool. Right. Um, Mass is a tool. You know, going to confession is a tool. Well, and now tell me, I'm going to kind of flip back a little bit because we didn't talk about the wild elemental oracle cards. What are those? So those are my next deck that's coming out and they're Oracle cards, not tarot cards. Okay. Like the, the third, I know you didn't say it, but the, like the fourth one. But so a okay. friend of mine, I was trying to help her through a tough time and I was teaching her how to do like a moon, um, manifestation ceremony. Okay. And she texted me that night and three spotted fire salamanders showed up at her feet. What? And it was, it just fit in with what she was going through. Right. And, I was in my studio drawing and I just, she sent me a picture on my phone. And so I just drew them and I made them really stylized and I sent it to her and she loved it. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's cool. There are a lot of people who really resonate with animal messaging. Right. Um, so I thought, wow, that could be a really interesting deck, but animal decks have been done. There's tons of them. So I want to know how can I make this a little bit more educational and different? And I, broke it up into the four elements. And oh, so every okay. element, so it, it's educational about the different elements and the messaging. And it also connects you more with um, the animal, the messages of the world we live in. Because if you think about before the internet, before TV, radio, before the mass communications, um, tribes, indigenous tribes all over the world looked at the trees and the air and the birds and the animals to get their messages and to get the tools they needed to survive. Right. Right. They use that as their direction. Right. Okay. So you decided to go with it. And I think that's really cool. And so those are, are those out already? 
No, I don't have a date yet. Okay. They're coming. I was sent some mock-ups and my shift for publishing does an amazing job at creating a a beautiful product. So I was just so thrilled to see what they're going to look like. I'm not allowed to show anybody yet, but (laughs) that's great. Well, we've got, we got about one minute to break, but I really love these cards. And I think how many, what are there? 42 cards in this deck that I'm looking at here? 44. Yeah. And you guys, it's just really cool. I'm going to, we're going to break here, but um, I'm going to pick a card <laughs> before we go to break and see what I need to know today. And I did ground this morning, by the way, and let's see what it comes up with. Um, emotional release. Ooh. Ooh what does good- that mean? Tell me what that means. Oh, we got about so, 30 seconds. So I will tell you when we come back from break. I <laughs> you all here. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to give me an idea I pulled and it's number um, 37. And just so you guys know, there's a little booklet so you can read um, in case you don't have Michelle right here to tell you what this means, but um, there's a little booklet and then you can read and it tells the message and it kind of helps you out to give, to guide you. Um, or if you're doing a reading for somebody else, Hey, we'll be right back. This is Nancy. You're out your host. We'll be right back with The High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for The Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. No, hold on. That doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. 
Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And we are here today with Michelle Matusas, and she is an delightful lady and she's sharing so much wisdom with us today we're so blessed to have her and before we went on break i pulled one of her shamanic healing um, oracle cards and i pulled 37 which is emotional release what does that mean what is the message for me today so that usually it usually talks about you being very strong and being strong for a lot of other people but in the process of being strong you don't allow yourself to really express all the feels that you feel and you kind of push them down. You're like later, I'll feel that later. Cause I have to get this done or there's an emergency. I, I can't feel that right now. I have to be the person, be the strong one. Um, things grow. And my mother's a nurse and she would always say things grow in dark, moist places. So when you push them down, feelings grow and they can grow out of proportion to what usually generated them. So in that, they can come out at the most unopportune times right. and be maybe targeted or directed at people or things that aren't necessarily part of the original issue. So, so what you're, you're saying, feel things. Yeah, feel it and express it and acknowledge the feelings. I mean, I get the feeling that you're, you're like me, like there are two people in emergencies, ones that break down and someone else has to put them together. And then the people like us who we put everybody else back right. together That's and true. then we just keep soldiering on. Right. And then because don't you're stop. Like, okay. I, that yeah. happened three months ago. I can't, I, I'm done with that. I'm not going to go back and feel that. Yeah. But sometimes you have to, most of the, all the times you have to. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, I think, and you hit that right on the head because, and I think that comes from, I was a single mom for years, um, and raised both my daughters. Mm-hmm. And when you're a single parent and you're raising your kids, you have to be that strong, um, backbone cause you're it, you know? Yeah. And that's where that comes from. And you're, so you hit that right on the head and it is difficult because even though I know that, and thanks for telling me that, I appreciate it. Um, it's hard to hear, but you know it, that's how you are because you became that way because you had to at another time in your life. But that tells me that that's a cool thing, but I could release it now. You know, even like I'm, I'm the same. I did end up getting divorced. I've been a single parent for 10 years and I have had to be there for a lot of really hard things lately. And they were kind of traumatizing and I'm like, I can't deal with that now. But I find that journaling is a right. nice way for me to release it. I agree with that. And I journal too. And that is something I always tell people and audience, listen to what Michelle's saying. And I do that too. And I, even if you never read it again, just writing it down. Right. Write it down and forget about it, but you release yeah. it. Yeah, that's wonderful advice. Thank you for that. You know, we've got a few minutes here on the last segment, and I ask you what you wanted to talk about. Give us some some words of wisdom here, Michelle. What you'd like to see, or what what you could tell us to help people. So i I think, and we talked about this between segments that the spiritual road that we're on is starting to become more and more accepted, and that's wonderful to see. This, there's still a little bit of stigma, I think, in my own head and other people's heads that people are going to think you're weird. You're right. not weird. Right. You're just acknowledging the truth of the universal truths that are out there. Everything is energy. Ask any scientist and he'll say, yep, those that chair is just vibrating at a different um, speed than your body, but they're all the same molecules. Mm-hmm. So that being said empower yourself. Don't question your gut. Never, never question your gut. Go with what 
you feel is the best for you. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to validate it. And that's what I hope to do with my cards is to empower people so that maybe one day they'll have this feeling. And instead of reaching for the cards, they'll listen to that little voice inside their head instead. And that's when I know that uh, I've won, so to speak. Well, no, in my, and I, I agree with that. And I'm going to take it a little bit further because I would like to see everybody connect with God, connect with the divine. You can call it whatever you want, but there is an energy that's up there that's above us that, that if you do use it, it's there. And that's what I just, it's there for our use and it's up, it's free. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's we don't free. have to pay for it. And, and it's non judgmental. And we don't have to act one way or the other. It is there for everyone. We're all equal in that. Yeah, but somehow we all got away from knowing that it's there for us. And that, I think, is the biggest thing, you know, that I would like people to connect with their spiritual side, connect with the energy that is there to help us, to heal us. Um, Because that energy heals our body. It, It heals everything. And, you know, I don't know who said it, but. Like our biggest mission here on earth is to get back to God. Yes. Yes. Get over that that division that we, that is really an illusion. Yeah. And I'm going to read, yeah. I wanted to read a quote from your book because it really hit me. Um, when you open up your little, the shamanic healing oracle cards, there's a little book, you guys. And she has um, written in here, trust yourself. You know more than you think you do. And that's a quote from Benjamin Spock. And boy, that's the truth, isn't it? It, it really is. We, you know, people always say, I want to get healed. I, we're already healed. We just have to remember. No. What do you feel? I'm going to ask you this question because we have a few minutes and we're talking about energy and we're talking about healing. How do you feel about when people get diseases? Do you feel that it's a learning experience? Do you feel they're holding on to things? I hear all different things. I feel that people are holding on to things and haven't released. What do you feel? I think it can be a lot of different things. Um, It can be, you know, the chakra system, your body being out of balance, you can be holding on to things. But I think also one of the books I read early on in my journey was The Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton. And he talks about bringing people back. He was a psychiatrist who would hypnotize people and bring them back to previous lives and then accidentally bringing them between lives and talking about soul contracts. So maybe what you're going through, if it isn't an imbalance, if it isn't a spiritual um, basis, it could be a physical basis. And someone in your life may be learning a lesson from that, or you may be learning a lesson from that. Right. So I, I think there's a lot of different reasons. I, I don't like it when you paint something with just one brush. Right. Because it could be, it's, it could be variable things. And I agree with that because I, I agree that we do make a contract before we come down that we'll go through certain things. But then I sit here and think, well, I can't believe I signed up for that. (laughs) (laughs) I know the future me is really angry at past me right now sometimes. Well, I mean, I know we're down here to learn. Okay. And I think if we could all just get to that point where we're like, okay, we're here. We're only here for a short period of time. We're here to learn. It does make a difference what we do down here. I think if I could get that across to people, it does make a difference what you do and say it. Oh, absolutely. And how you, you know, be kind. (laughs) There's that bumper sticker that I see everywhere. Just be kind. Be kind to yourself too. 
Well, and that's the biggest thing. And I think, um, you know, a lot of us, it's hard, you know, we're always trying to take care of everybody else, but we do need to take care of ourselves. And it's okay to like yourself because when you like yourself, you know, you, you are connecting with your higher self. And I think that gets a little convoluted in that message too. What do you think? I, I agree. I actually, I struggle with that. I, I'm trying to overcome perfectionist tendencies and I have to realize that the opposite of not good enough is good enough, not perfect or the best. And, mm-hmm. um, that's a lesson for me. That's something I need to get over. <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing is, you know, the cool thing is when you do this work and, you know, as you and I have this conversation, I listen to you say, I know what I need to work on. And you hear me say, you know, I know what I need to work on. Like patience is one of my things. God's working with me on patience. <laughs> and, um, but I know it. And I think if we could get to a point where we know what, what are not what our faults are, I don't want to go that, go that route, but what we need to work on to become better it's, it's most of the battle. It's identifying it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know everybody's had tough childhoods, me too, but, <laughs> but you know, you grow up and, and you just have to do the best that you can and energy. And I'm just going to say this, having a positive attitude. And this is why I liked what you said so much about helping people get rid of that, whatever that bad energy they've got going on with them or whatever it is, negative energy, because when you're a positive light, you, uh, positive people are drawn to you. Yes. And, and, and you, yeah, you attract the highest expression of the road that you're here to, to walk. I agree with that. I agree with that. What else would you like to share with the audience um, before I let you go today? Uh, I know we've got probably a few more minutes left, but I wanted you, if you want to just go over your website, your different cards, you know, tell people how to get in touch with you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my website's yeah. my name with my middle initial because someone stole and hijacked my old website. <laughs> first and last okay. name. And I refused to pay $5,000 to get it back. Oh, no. So okay. I just put my my initial, my middle initial A. So, michellamatuzas.com. Um, I do art. So, you're going to see my art on there. You're going to see the cards, the drawings, and the ability to book me for a reading if that's what you want, or workshops. I also do workshops. I do a lot of workshops around here. A lot of women-centered, like moon groups. It's really fun. And then we have all these um, text streams that we're always texting each other about what happened since. I think working with the moon is very powerful. Nice. I do too. I think that's really cool. Now, where are you at? Are you in New England right now? So, yeah, I'm in Concord, New Hampshire, the capital of the okay. state. Okay. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Get close to the center here with all the politics. So I'm working with that energy right now. <laughs> it's, it's so if you can, <laughs> that's a lot of energy to work for you to it work. Is, oh, my goodness. Doing my best. <laughs> um, Great. No, I just, you know, I like to empower people if you feel drawn for my cards, please, you know, reach out. I don't sell them on my website because I have a right. publisher who takes care of that, thankfully. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to hear from anybody if they have the cards, if they have any questions, if they have any comments. I love hearing feedback. Um, cool. It helps me make better cards, like the shamanic healing. They're glossy. A lot of people didn't like that, and I didn't know why until I tried to take photographs for Instagram. 
Oh, and it was hard for you. Well, we like, got about, oh, I get it now. Yeah, no, we've got about one minute, but I just want to thank you. Um, you're, you're very wise and, and I learned a lot from you today and I'm really glad you came on the show and I love your cards and thanks for doing them. And I hope you'll come back and see me again when your new ones come out. Will you come back and see me? Oh, Nia, say I would love to. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. It's so nice to connect with you. And um, there's really great people out there, you guys. And we're so fortunate um, that we get to have Michelle here with us today and that we get to learn so much. And, you know, I, I'm i just appreciative. And, you guys, um, next week we're going to talk to um, Joe McQuillan. We haven't talked to him in a while. And this is Nancy here out. we got to go. Filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.